Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 870. Just having a, a little walk around the park here as I've set up for my morning session and on a Saturday morning and I thought I would just give you a, a quick recording this morning. Had a, a great start to today. Um, I was fortunate enough to interview Gillian uh, Michaels at 6.55 this morning. Um, and what a great way to start your day, hey? Talking to the world's biggest fitness brand in uh, Gillian. Such a, a great person, had a lot of fun. Um, we had a couple of minutes to spend before the call and after the call, just having a, like before the recording and after the recording, um, just have a chat and um, just share some laughs. And really cool. So that recording will be coming out soon. And so keep a, an eye out for that. And But like in talking to Gillian, like she was one of the, the reasons that I changed career from being a chartered accountant to uh, running a successful fitness business now. And it's interesting the impact that certain people have on your life, isn't it? The like tremendously inspirational lady. She, like she's polarizing as well. Uh, meaning that some people love her, some people hate her, uh, but she gets, she really gets some uh, fantastic results. And uh, just uh, looks such a down-to-earth person. She, like, she really is. And you can see why she's so successful. She's a very driven uh, lady, and uh, I, I really feel so honoured to be able to have interviewed her. To be, to be honest. Um, also, when you you have exposure to um, you know, highly successful people, like at the top of their game, and understanding what uh, you know what has taken them from where they were to to get there, uh, you know, there's no magic formula. Um, she talks about the uh, the pain that she's gone through. I mean, she's written I don't know eight, ten books, something like that, and you listen to the pain that she went through. Um, I'm reading her book called Mastering, um, Mastering Metabolism. And she talks about how she had so many struggles as a, a child with, uh, with alcohol and um, just the, the food that she was eating and, and stuff. And she was a bit of a rebellious child, which I guess you could kind of, if you know her, you can, you know, her style, you'd think, yeah, I can relate to that, see why she's like that. Um, but she struggled with her body for a long, long time. And you wouldn't know that looking at her now. And I guess in a different way, I can really relate to that because I had horrible body images of myself, not from being overweight, but just being too, too little and not having the confidence in who I was or my body or anything like that uh, for probably two decades. Uh, so... Um, you know, just because you are somewhere right now doesn't mean that that's where you have to stay. Uh, it's, it all comes down to making those decisions. And I guess it is about making yourself more uncomfortable more frequently than most are prepared to do. Because I, I focus on getting my health when it just comes to my health and fitness, getting that in the top 1% for my age group. That's, that's my goal. Uh, now, most people are in the, you know, the average part, which is being overweight or obese. Uh, so, if you can raise your standard in that area, 
and you can consistently do the right things day after day after day and you continue to strive for something greater and continue to make yourself uncomfortable then guess what you get better outcomes the key is you've got to keep doing it you've got to keep looking for that that next thing that you want to achieve not the next diet or that kind of stuff but that that next level that you want to go to and so with the the conversations I've been having with people this week they're coming from places of uh, to be frank very poor nutrition like we're talking about only eating a couple of meals a day eating uh, a lot of takeaway food uh, through the week well guess what that's not serving your body well and what you need to do is just make some tweaks to that I have so many people that after the first week they'll just make some changes like stopping drinking energy drinks for instance like unhealthy ones Um, introducing breakfast introducing more plant-based food not a lot but just some and they find that oh wow I'm starting to feel better I can't believe it it's it's working that quickly and that's how our bodies work so I'll be back in a moment I've got to start my session okay so I am back and even though it's In that moment that I mentioned, it's a number of hours uh, between uh, when I first hit the pause button and now. Um, It's been such an incredibly busy day. Uh, I'm back in my studio now. It's, uh, what time is it? It's 4.20pm and so much has happened between when I last spoke to you and right now. And like it's Saturday, it's, uh, I'm actually supposed to be coaching a, a client right now, but uh, he's been caught up and um, he wasn't able to make it in. So I thought, okay, I'll make the best use of this time. Uh, so earlier I was talking about uh, making the small changes, the small improvements, but doing it consistently. And that's what reaps the, the great benefits. And I was doing a coaching call earlier this morning, uh, heading into a lunchtime. And she has made such a tremendous, tremendous progress. So I'm going to give her a shout out. Sonia, you're doing beautifully well. I know that she's a, an avid listener to this. And I'm sure she won't mind in me sharing a couple of the success stories or success moments that, that she's had. And what's a beautiful thing is that she's worked out those things that are working for her. So for instance, we are such big creatures of habit, creatures of routine, conditioning ourselves to do those things that work for us day after day after day. And she's finding that what works super well for her is getting up earlier in the morning, doing her cardio exercise on the um, treadmill cross trainer, uh, doing that. And while she's doing that, she's listening to this podcast. And what that does is it puts her mindset in the right place for the day, thinking positively, um, you know, serving her body well, feeling good, getting the serotonin circulating through her brain to say, wow, all these good endorphins that I'm sending myself, as well as uh, building my mindset as well, really sets the day up for success. Now, there is good science to show that first thing in the morning, our brainwaves are working at such a higher rate than other parts of the day that that is the time to be setting ourselves up for success. So if you can flood your mindset with those positive images 
um, positive messages in that first start of the day, that sets you up for success. The other thing that we're doing is um, accountability. I mean, coaching is all about accountability. And um, what I do with my uh, coaching clients is we slowly introduce different accountability tools because if you gave everybody everything all at once, it can seem a little overwhelming. So it's like little chunks at a time. So this past week, I've given uh, Sonia and some other coaching clients as well what I call my empowerability checklist. Now, if you've got Awaken the Sexy Within, you'll see, um, you'll see I refer to it in there and you can go to Awaken the Sexy within.com.au and you can download the tools uh, for free and you'll, you'll find the empowerability checklist there. And it's a one page document which summarizes your whole week, those key things that you need to get done. Uh, now I asked Sonia to do it for the first time this past week and she filtered out and it's like it's a brilliant snapshot of how you've gone throughout the week, how you've managed yourself, how like your, um, whether you're getting your six meals in, whether you're doing your exercise, your strength training, whether you're getting your supplements in, how many hours sleep you're getting, how much water you're getting, how many steps you're getting in, whether you're doing your stretching and rehab and rating yourself out of 10 as to how you have gone with the management of your yourself and your health and wellness plan over this past week. It's really, really powerful. Anyway, Sonia's been doing so, so well and she's up to over 12 kilos of weight loss in 13, uh, 13 weeks now. And we were talking about how if you went back, say, 14 weeks or 16 weeks or even 20 weeks, that she was in a completely different position. And if you could, far, like if you could pause and look into a crystal ball and say, wow, look, in 12, 14, 16 weeks' time, I could be down 12 kilos and feeling so much better about myself because I know that if I've been able to remove that, I've had big changes in my life, in my mindset, in my, my physical well-being, that I'd be in a completely different place. And yes, there's part of it that you feel good because you're more happier with the way that you physically appear. But where I really get the buzz for people is that mindset change because I say to my clients, once you get into double digits, once you get into that, that 20, um, sorry, I was going to say pounds, but it, that 10 kilos or say 22 pounds, once you get above 20 pounds, it, that's like double digits, not like 10 pounds because that's like five kilos and I, I don't think that's it. It's when you get to that 10 kilos or 20, 22 pounds, that's when it becomes real. You get into those double digit figures because you can... Uh, you can lose five kilos in many aspects, in, well, in many ways, quite simply and, and reasonably fast, but it's also easy to put back on. 10 kilos or 22 pounds takes a longer commitment. You can go to the chemist and you can get a, a, something that's going to flush you out and you could lose three, four, maybe five kilos uh, overnight because it just cleans out your, uh, your bowels, basically. But 10 kilos, that's a different story. That requires consistent effort. And this is one thing that she's been able to do really well. And 12, 16, 12 14, 16 weeks ago to now, it's, it's really like North Pole and South Pole. And we talked about it today. I said, I think you would agree with this, that you have not 
made a single huge change? And she said, no. What she has done is made those small changes consistently week after week after week to reap these rewards. I'm just so, so proud of you, Sonia. Um, you, you're doing beautifully well, so well done. Keep, keep it up. And what it requires, obviously, is that focus, that continuous accountability. And, you know, we've moved into some different accountability tools to just make it even stronger. I want you to imagine for a moment that you've, we talked about, actually, I might have done this on the Mental Toughness and Body Show a few days ago, but I want to, slight, a slightly different context, but I want to imagine if you're drawing a page or on a whiteboard, you know, draw a circle of you in the middle. And then coming out from or around you, I want you to imagine a series of circles around you with lines coming into you. So kind of like a, uh, you know, an octopus with lots of tentacles. And depending on how many tentacles uh, you've got will depend on how many, how many things you attach to what it is that you're doing. But in terms of ca- accountability, you can do it in a number of ways. Like obviously if you've got a coach like me, then that's a, that's a big circle that's a big amount of accountability if you have um, some friends or family members or work colleagues or whatever they encourage people to reach out to to um, you know be accountable to them and i have some tools again in awaken the sexy within which enable you to be able to reach out to them i give you the specific tools so that you can reach out to people the right sorts of people that you think would be a good accountability buddy if you like you might be working out with somebody, and uh, that's another one. Uh, there might be some, well, let's just say that you're doing uh, some group training with me with our boot campers. There's another accountability, <clears throat> pardon me. You might be doing independent coaching with me as well as PT, as well as boot camp. Again, more accountability. Um, social media, there might be a, and I always say that social media is a double-edged sword. You've, it can work well for you. It can also be uh, disempowering. So this one you need to approach with caution. But you could find that right group of people to connect with. For instance, I talk about um, the isogenics groups. There are so many different isogenics groups, and I'm connected to it. Oh, gee, I think I'm about four, four groups. And every single one is super super positive there's a lot of positive energy in there like the iso body challenge which i've entered that group is amazing uh, but then there's other other groups in there that give you more information about products and um, the benefits of them and everything but there's nothing but positive energy in there so i think people can spend too much time in social media and they can put this level of fakeness out there of what they really want to be, but actually there's something else. Um, so you do have to be careful, but you can find those groups where you can really relate to. And um, certainly like any of our Facebook groups are really powerful. The, anything like the, the isogenics groups that I'm also connected with, they can also be powerful, but you, you find your own versions. You're certainly welcome to join ours, but you can um, find others as well. That can be another way to hold yourself accountable. I mean, one of the things that I did this year was I said to everybody on the Eyes of Body Challenge uh, page that 
this is what I'm going to achieve for my body this year. And I said, there aren't going to be any more photos of me before and afters of me posted here until now I get to um, where, I, where I am now. Uh, so um, for me, that was declaring to the world, this is what I'm going to do. Now, what happens when you do that? Well, it makes you accountable to others because you've said it to the world and you don't want people to come back and say, so how did that go? I say, oh yeah, well, it's just too hard. I decided not to do it. You're unlikely to say that. You are likely to say, oh, with COVID, it was just too hard. I had the homeschooling. I had this, this and this, my business. Uh, it, was just, it was just so hard. You know, somebody got sick. Um, this happened. I just didn't have the time for it. But the reality is you just gave up. And yeah, those other things might be true, but we don't, uh, you know, we don't make ourselves accountable enough to do it. And so, uh, you know, people like Sonia have been doing all those things and achieving uh, the result uh, so deservedly. So, um, yeah, really, really, really proud. So you can do it too. I've got plenty of clients that are doing this right now, doing so well, uh, and you can do it too. It just takes that. Uh, that level of commitment. So I guess in closing uh, today's podcast, I just wanted to give you a a bit of an insight into uh, what's happened with me today. So I've got, um, this is day five, I did my last workout this afternoon. Um, So here's another um, example for me. I mentioned uh, either yesterday or the day before about uh, the fact that, yeah, I'm, I'm just as human as everybody else. I've had a really big week and uh, I've finished at um, after nine every day this week, apart from last night when I finished, uh, I think it was, oh, don't quote me, I think it was quarter past eight, something like that. But next week that, um, that will be after nine as well. Um, so I think I finished quarter past eight last week. Uh, 16 hour days, um, really, really big. And of course, then I backed it up today with um, a big day. I started at six, well, I was up at five, 5.30, just to get prepared and everything for uh, my interview with Gillian, uh, which was at five to seven. And then I've been going back to back um, until, oh gosh, I think I finished just after 12 p.m. Uh, today. And, uh, I had to do uh, a bit of work and then I hit the wall. I just hit the wall. I, I was so tired that I managed to get off my desk chair. I laid on the floor. I have carpet on my floor. I'm like, I was talking to my cat and I said, Stripey, I've got to have a sleep. And I laid on my floor and I reckon within about uh, two minutes, maybe 90 seconds, I was asleep. And it was just 15 minutes. And I woke up and I felt like doing absolutely nothing. I had a bunch of things to do. You know, I've still got to go do some shopping uh, because I'm out of cat food. So I've got to get the cat some, um, some food. Uh, and uh, I've got some other things to do tonight as well. I've really, I've really got s- some work things to do. And I'm thinking, hmm, what can I leave until tomorrow? Because I'm just uh, really, really out of it. I had some, I did my, okay, so I had to do my workout. So it's about two o'clock, it was quarter to two. 
And I'm like, man, I normally do this work at around 12.30, you know, as a bit of a break between work. I'm feeling energized because I know as it gets too late in the afternoon, especially at the end of the week, I'm like, man, I'm just really, really tired. And so um, I had my pre-workout drink and dragged my butt into the gym. And yeah, fair to say it's not the best shoulder and arm workout that I've ever done, but I'm proud of myself. I knew. So what I said was, okay, I have a very specific schedule every single day now until my photo shoot. I have to do this today. I can't do it tomorrow. It has to be today to fit in with my schedule uh, as to when I need to stop strength training and so forth. So I said, no, you've got to do it. You've come too far. So these are those moments, those moments where you can stop. So for me, it was the workout. For you, it might be, oh, I'm just going to have this piece of chocolate cake. I'm going to have this ice cream. I'm going to have this day off or I'm going to have tomorrow off. I'm going to have this week off. I'm going to eat this food. And that becomes a new habit, doesn't it? So, oh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do a workout tomorrow. So this is where you need to dig in deep and connect with what do you want? Okay, so I'll tell you the thought process that I went through. Man, I am so tired, I do not want to do a workout. I just want to sleep. I've had such a big week, I've worked like over 80 hours, I've got more work to do, and I'm just completely toasted. I don't want to do it. That was the message. Now, do you think anyone looking in could say, Rob, you're right. You need to rest, man. You have been pushing yourself too hard for too long. Like all this year, COVID, everything, you've been open this week in your studio, 16-hour days. That's crazy, man. You need to have a rest. Don't, it doesn't matter. Do it tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Okay, you could conceive that, couldn't you, in your own head? Now, what's that? It's a story. It's a story that you tell yourself to justify why you want to do something. So, let's rewind. So I've said that to myself and I then said, okay, that's how I feel, but what do I want again? And this happens really quickly. What do I want again? Oh yeah, that's right. I want to, well I don't say that's right, it's very clear. (laughs) I say, what do I want? I want to achieve the ultimate body for me this year. Why do I want to do that? Because I've never done it before. Why is this workout important? Because it's the last workout that I'm going to do before I have my final photo shoot. This is my last opportunity to give me the best possible look that I can. This is my last opportunity to build some more muscle, feed that muscle to help me burn some more fat in these coming days and look my absolute sharpest. If I do not do this, I will let myself down. I have worked too hard for this to not keep going now. This is a test, just like COVID, to see what am I made of. Because in the past, you've been in a position where you could have done something and you didn't because you made up a story for yourself. This is too hard. You're not strong enough. You're not good enough to do this. But this is your time to step up. You've conditioned yourself well over these past 32 years to really tackle things head on. Do not give up now, do this now. Have your pre-workout drink 
get changed and go and give this workout all that you've got because why? You're worth it. And that's what I did. I came in, I did a damn good workout. It wasn't my best ever, that's for sure, because I was so tired, but I was proud of the effort that I put in because I still lifted good weights, I still got a good pump, I felt good, I did my posing, I'm looking good, and I felt really good afterwards. Then I was starving, then I was exhausted, <laughs> I ate, I sat on the couch, I've been watching JFK, JFK. Uh, I watched the end of that, and then I just felt like, you know what, I cannot move off this couch for the next hour, I just need to rest. Uh, so I'm gonna sleep well tonight, that's for sure. Um, I think I'm gonna have a bath later, maybe, to treat myself, and I am not setting the alarm tomorrow. I am not setting the alarm. I'm gonna have a sleep in. So that's the process that I go through. You know, you can do this too. Now, could I have done that the very first time that I made up a story to, for myself to not do stuff? No, I couldn't have. But what I did, or what I've done over time, is come up with those stories that have the opposite impact for me. I come up with those stories that empower me to make a change, make a difference, and be the person that I want to be. Because to be in the top 1% of anything, and I said it before, I want to be in the top 1% of health for my age, which is where I am right now. But you can go further than that. You can be in the, the top half percent. Uh, and to do that, you need to do what 99.5% of the population will not do. And is that easy? No, it's not. It's not easy. And if I had have been able to do this earlier, I would have. So it's taken me, for my transformation, it's taken me 32 years to get to this point. But what, that's just my journey. That's the way that it was supposed to happen for me. Because remember, it's not about these final photos or you know, how I look then. It's about who I become on that way to that journey. And that's the beautiful gift that we give ourselves from our hard work and dedication. And my coach reached out to me today and he said, how are you going? Um, he said, send me through some photos if you want to. Um, so I'm gonna send him some photos tomorrow. Um, and I'm doing really well. I mean, I, I thought I would feel a lot worse and yeah, we've still got a few days to go, so there's still a chance. The, the, the crappiness that I feel is just from she tired from work. It's not from the training. Um, but um, I, I feel good. So I haven't actually gotten back to him yet because I've been so busy. But, um, you know, little by little, we get better and better. We stay focused on what it is that we want. We keep focusing on that big prize. And that big prize is your transformation. Maybe for you it's 20 kilos. Maybe it's... 30 kilos, maybe it's 40 kilos, maybe it's 50 kilos for some of you or more. You just have to keep focusing on that little bit at a time. But always reflecting on, that's what I'm imagining I'm looking for. That's why I'm heading for this. Because you always want to have one eye on the big prize because that will keep you focused. Don't forget it. 
Remember why it's important, remember what it is, and why you've worked so hard to get here. And just never, ever stop, because you're worth it. Have a great day, wherever you are in the world, stay safe. I'll talk to you tomorrow.